Greetings from parts unknown. My name is Sunny Sofrito, and today I am joined by the uh, the the outgoing general manager of Yep I Like Wrestling. And if you don't know the reason why, check out episode thirty-six. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that uh, someone is eating crow. Yes, the resignation is soon coming, Sunny. Exactly. You got two weeks. <sighs> Hashtag that shit. And I'm also joined by. Kervin, the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. And the reason why you're here today for episode 37. Why is that, Sonny? Is because seven is your lucky number. Yes, it is. And uh, 37 is also my age. Oh, shout out to middle age. Gentlemen, how are you? Because I'm exhausted after a week and days and weekends of wrestling. How are you two? I'm, I'm holding on. Have we survived? Are you exhausted from the days and weeks and all this sort of wrestling? Or yeah. is it because you're just tired of being on your knees? That's true. That's true. The doctor says I have a body of a 20-year-old, first off. A dead 20-year-old, but a 20-year-old nonetheless. I'm just exhausted from SummerSlam weekend, and then we had Raw and SmackDown still in Brooklyn. Nothing good happens in Brooklyn, by the way. Um, yeah, the rabid fans of Brooklyn, I'm exhausted, but yes. You know, I would go with the quote that Roger says that Brooklyn only exists when I need it to be, but uh, they got some really good places to go eat in Brooklyn, too, man. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Junior's Cheesecake, beautiful place in Brooklyn to eat. And uh, you know what? Morgan's Barbecue was actually pretty good, too. That's good. Right by Barclays Center. We- now you guys are making me hungry talking yes. about all these food spots. I know. And there's a guy in East New York who I love to eat. So, yeah, shout out to Brooklyn. It's good, good, wow. good. So, gentlemen. Jesus Christ. Shall we dive right in to Raw? Let's so, do it. Uh, yeah, Monday Night Raw was uh, interesting. Interesting to say the least. It was Liddy, son. It was Liddy. It was actually the first uh, Raw that I watched live since Raw 25. Oh, shout out to Raw 25? Yeah, Raw 25 was that the was last years Raw. That was years ago. You've been DVRing it ever since? Uh, yeah, since January. Smart man. That's because he likes Smart. to watch Dancing with the Stars. Oh, <laughs> Coven. God bless the fast forward button. Oh, <laughs> I love to watch porn and fast forward. Anywho, the show started with Universal Champion. Yes, Sonny, I said it. Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. <laughs> said that real loud. Oh, too. Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. It feels good to say it again. Fin- finally, once I don't have to adjust the damn volume. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, yes, he and Finn Balor and Baron Corbin were all in the ring together. And let me guess. You slid. There was some slight two plus two is four. Well, and the th- pussy's real good. Come get it. I was just having a good time just seeing the three of them. Like, that could have been my entire Raw right, right there. Like, I didn't need to see anything else in that episode except that. Yeah. Book it. Book that, Roger. Forever. And then Bobby Lashley came out. Uh, <laughs> immediately. You ever been with a pretty girl and then your dick goes soft? Uh, That's what that was. Uh, I was having a great time. And here comes Bobby, the anti-Viagra. So real quick, before we move on to uh, the anti-Viagra, as Teddy likes to yes. put it, um, I kind of like the fact that Roman Reigns came out and said, you know what, I want to take on Finn Balor because Finn Balor... You know, he had to give up his uh, Universal Championship when uh, after he won it because due to the injury. And where did he get that injury from, Sonny? 
Um, who, who was that? He was. Uh, it was in a wrestling match. Wait, against who? I'm raising my hand. I want to answer this. I, I I don't think that. Who, 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 who was, injured him? It was the Greasy Queen, Thank Seth you. Rollins. Oh, don't Thank don't you. encourage him, man. Shout what? out to no one has seen Sting in years. Yes. I gave Teddy the assist there. Thank you. Stop playing point guard to Teddy's. Uh... Oh, I love hockey. So anyway, yeah. So. Finn Balor deserved it, and it had a little bit of velveteen ricochet feel because Roman called him out, and Finn just came out, stood close to him, and said, yeah, that's all I like. A man of few words. I like that. I really did. Yeah. Really did. Well, Speaking whatever. of men of few words, Ruby Riot's back, too. So, yeah, that, that happened, too. Those are the thoughts and opinions Oh, Sonny, don't start and so they soon. they do not reflect the thoughts or opinions. Don't be that harsh, like Teddy. Don't be that harsh. <sighs> Anywho, let's go down the car. So, after Bobby Lashley came out, he defeated Constable Corbin. Whatever. Yes, Sonny, we know you wanted to order a drink because he looks like a waiter. We get it. Damn you, Kevin Wood, for putting that in our head. Oh, <laughs> um, he looks like he shops at Express. Too. Oh, oh, shout out to Express. Express or H&M? Could be today's man. Sh- today's oh. man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. That one. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. I guarantee you'll look good. <laughs> <laughs> the only place I know you can buy eight suits for a dollar. Only place ever. Exactly. Um, the and, right, well, there and, is Delancey Street, too. Oh, shout out to Delancey. You can get a leather coat and cocaine at the same store, Sonny. I love Delancey Street. I do. You know, before you threw in the cocaine comment, mm-hmm. I was going to say something about me and my dad, but now it seems a little bit obsolete at this moment. Did you and your dad buy cocaine? That's good when no. fathers and sons get together. No. That's true. <laughs> you asshole. Oh. <laughs> that no, answers I, all of my questions about Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I know the mystery's solved now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, thanks to you, Teddy. So, Frito. <laughs> Spanish for drugs. What? My dad used to take me down to Delancey Street mm-hmm. to go school shopping every year. And it was always around this time. And, uh, yeah, anyway. Now I got cocaine in that story. It's oh. ruined it. I miss my dad, too. I wish I knew who he was. Any of it. The Riot Squad took on Sasha, Bailey, and Amber. And they beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, I mean, it was. I guess it was appropriate that they were in Brooklyn because it was a Brooklyn beatdown. There was, but nothing good ever happens in Brooklyn. There was a fight in the crowd too, but yeah. But yeah, we'll get to that yes. later oh, on. Yeah, I want to say something about that. Did yeah. anyone check out Amber's suicide dive? That's how you do a suicide dive. Amber is putting her body out there. I'm sorry, I do not call that a suicide dive. What do you call it? I call it a homicide. <laughs> <laughs> she puts it all out there. She really does. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to say something that may shock you. And what's that, Teddy? Ruby Riot did a move that I was virtually impressed by. I think Corey Graves called it a lion kick. Was that what he called it? Oh, the uh, to end the match? Yes. Yes. Very and impressive. I had never seen it before. So that move, I've never seen her do it like that she mm-hmm. usually does it a little bit different where she puts the foot on the opponent's face and just falls back and i've seen another wrestler a, a male wrestler do it and i always thought that she did that move very well and the move she just did looked a little different but again very well and it was, yeah. i mean i'm getting i mean you know what we crack jokes. Teddy cracks jokes on Ruby Riot and everything, but once we, or twice. This is shit, like fucking fifteen. But um, I gotta say, man, she was she was really talking. really impressive. I mean, I really want to start paying attention to more to her matches if they give her more time. 
But um, you know, that's a whole other story. But I would, I would like to see her more in the ring. She was solid. She was solid. Teddy, are you going to be nice to her now since she did I've that move? I've always been nice. Ru- Ruby and I go back like this. You guys have a love and hate relationship. We do. It seems like. Yes. I hate her and I love to tell people about it. It's a love-hate relationship. Yes, but no, she's, she's a solid competitor. She really is. I take nothing away from her because I don't want anything she's, she's ever touched. She's <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say she's been around for a while. She oh, she looks, credit. She, looks, she looks like she's been around. <laughs> Many a block. Again, those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. I was agreeing and with. They don't represent. Come on, Sonny. He was, being, he was agreeing with me. I was me. agreeing with Mr. Swaggo. Yeah, there. don't worry about it. I know the context in which you were trying to agree with. <sighs> okay, fine. Enough about Ruby Riot. But speaking about other men who should hang it up, Triple H came out. I don't know about hanging it up, but hey. Oh, yeah. I'm over it. If, if you were talking about The Undertaker, I would agree. Well, who's he fighting? The Undertaker? No, no. I, I get that. But I will say. That Triple H's matches, as of recent, I've enjoyed more than at any point in his career. He still can go. I'd like him to go. And I I think far. With the promo that he cut on Monday, it was a great promo. And him saying that this is the last time you're going to see Triple H versus Undertaker, it gives me the assumption that Undertaker is on the brink of retirement. I don't believe that that's going to be the last time they face each other. But what I will say is, on a on a psychological level, as far as telling a story in a ring, Triple H has gotten better over the years. He can't do the same shit that he used to do way back in the day. No one can after so many years in the ring. But he's gotten better at telling a story in the ring. And I'm looking forward to any other match he has except for this one, to be quite honest. I mean, why would we headline? Okay, so I guess the trip to Saudi Arabia was a success because now we're doing this again. This time we're going to Australia to do a big thing. Why would you headline that with two part-timers? Why? Well, that's an easy easy answer. It's because they're in demand on a regular... How are these two... mm -hmm. Can we agree that The Undertaker's last match was not his best outing? We're we're saying this about Triple H and Undertaker. There's people over there in Australia that can't wait to see them. I mean, this is Australia. It's not back in time. Like, they have to know that The Undertaker is past his prime. Sometimes. As is Triple H. Sometimes you get more love out of out of United States it's, than you do in the United States. It's the nostalgia. It's the nostalgia. It's, it's but the, to headline an entire pay-per-view, and then Triple H comes out and cuts this terrible promo, and it's like, who cares? That's what I write with my notes. Who cares? Him and Undertaker, who cares? In Saudi Arabia, Randy Orton had a huge pop. A pop that he normally doesn't get in the United States. I'll tell you about another pop from Randy Orton. Oh, really? Don't ever shake his head. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. God. I've never wanted to be a writer in WWE before today. Now I do. <laughs> okay. I do. Okay. Well, let's keep on going. Um, let's do going down the line. Dean Ambrose in his first match back against Dolph Ziggler. And I got to tell yes. you, I'm, I'm digging what he's doing. I love the fact that he changed his moveset mm-hmm. to go God. along with changing his look. I'm going to borrow a line from Booker T. He looked good. Yep. Even with the receding hairline? No. Again, a haircut, like I've told Sonny, sometimes a haircut does it. Now that he's cut it lower, put some muscle on, he's out there looking like a daddy now. I'm, I'm here for it. Yes. He's going to have to grow some hair to hide that no, receding hairline. No, no, I like it. shows some age, shows not some muscle. Not, not only is he back, but his hairline is back. Oh, goodness. I see what you did there. I see what you did I'm there. glad you did. My, my, <laughs> my only question is what they're going to be doing with McIntyre and, uh, and Dolph Ziggler. Because I'm not sure if this is like 
the beginning to more with them with all four of them or the end I don't know it's hard to say because we're going to talk about Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins even a lot more later on but Dolph Ziggler has a contract issue and his contract is almost up is he coming back and I think all this but depends on that but he just signed five years no 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 KO signed for five years but I thought Dolph Ziggler re-signed also from my records no he did not He's at, it's him and Daniel Bryan that are they're close to being free agents I thought he just re-upped, man. No. I doubt Dolph Ziggler's going anywhere, to be honest with you. Yeah, that comedy shit ain't that good. Yes. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, I know he's doing some stuff, but, I mean, I didn't get a chance to check out any of the comedy that he did this past weekend um, around the city, but... Me, personally, I hope they continue it for the sake of Drew McIntyre, because I think Drew McIntyre has the potential to be a main eventer. Mm-hmm. The Scottish psychopath. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree, but... Uh, Speaking of uh, main eventers, the main eventers. Let's talk about. <laughs> I walk with Elias. Uh, I, I call bullshit on that segue. We said main eventers, and you come well, up with Elias. No. Well, to Sonny, he's a main eventer. He's going to oh, one day. Sonny. Yes. Yes. Sonny Do loves you have a little, him. Little thing for Elias. Like you just won't see the bad in this man. Sonny. Nah, was the dude is. He, he's a great talent, man. I like what he does. Crazy. I walk with Elias, man. Sonny was pissed when he found out that they pushed back his concert. Were yeah. you, Sonny? Were you a little miffed? Well, wasn't miffed, as you say. And miffed. I wasn't pissed. But I was a little disappointed. But it didn't matter anyway. I was, anyway, I wasn't going to be able to make it anyway. Because oh, uh, we had tickets to a suite. Ooh, we were we living, living that day. suite life. Yes. Hashtag too sweet. Exactly. Speaking of sweet, the AOP for the 98th week in a row took on Titus Worldwide. And again, I was half erect that entire match. Yes. God. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I saw the, the them in the ring again, I can actually say now with absolute certainty, the one I was referring to that I could definitely see being a good singles competitor is Rezar. Mm. Is that the big one or the little one? <laughs> <laughs> the bigger one or the bigger one? That's basically what he means. He's the he's the one where uh, with with darker hair. <laughs> uh, they both have dark hair, in my opinion. No, one has shorter hair than the other one. I gotta look. I, uh, just, you know what? The just, hot one or the hotter one, Sonny? Which one? No, I ain't saying that shit. <laughs> Please you don't know. say it, Sonny. Oh, no, I, no, that shit ain't not coming out of my mouth. You can hate it. Well, I would love it to come out of mine. Or as Tower would probably prefer. The one that sells the blue mist hookahs or the one that sells the watermelon oh, hookahs? <laughs> shout out to the Glamazon and shout out to the Heights where you could buy anything for ten ninety nine. Well, listen, I'm over Titus Worldwide. I'm over that. That's not going anywhere. Wait, real quick. Did you notice that they were teasing some type of thing yeah. going on before they went out there? Yes, yes. And I think uh, pretty soon we're going to see Apollo Crews going heel along with Dana Brooke, which I kind of... I kind of, I kind of want to see that. I'm here for anything that Dana Brooke is involved in. Oh, me too. I love Dana She's Brooke myself. She's playing this Queen of Spades gimmick very well. I wonder where they're going with this, but it's very interesting. You know, interesting. It's hard to make uh, Titus O'Neil the heel because of so much he does outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. But Apollo Cruz is a better talker than people think he is, and obviously he's very athletic in the ring. And you have Dana Brooke, his manager. I think it could be a good look. Speaking of a good look, all the ladies at ringside. When Stephanie McMahon came out to uh, do her Vince McMahon, oh jeez, for Ronda Rousey, 
and uh, Ronda Rousey. Is, 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 Teddy, isn't she the one that um, made you the ongoing general no. manager? Outgoing. Outgoing. Outgoing, outgoing do, general we manager. We don't talk about that, Kevin. Yeah. I still have two weeks to figure out my replacements. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but I had but, to. But man. yet you did. But yet you did bring it up. So it's funny when people say, I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm going to bring this up. Uh, yes, there will be perhaps a new general manager, none as great as I. But thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for ruining uh, my life and your makeup once again this, <laughs> this week. Your this life week. and her makeup yes. have something in common. But in any event, uh, yes, she snapped Stephanie McMahon's arm, and, well, we've seen this. We've seen this. I, so. I can't. I can't front. I was getting a kick out of uh, Alexa Bliss's pink. Her uh, pink sling. Yeah, pink sling. This had me cracking you know, up. Well, we've seen this. You know, her snapping over someone and then you know breaking yeah. their arm. Like I've seen it. Ronda's champion is not fit. It doesn't fit in me. It doesn't do. See what I did there? Jesus. I meant fit with me, but I said fit in me. Nothing doesn't fit in me. Anyway, okay. um, it's too soon for Ronda. And then her. I've I read somewhere that. Stephanie wants to do a remake of Austin versus McMahon with yeah. her and Ronda. I don't see it. Austin McMahon had that explosive chemistry. I don't see it with these two. I don't see the chemistry with them yet, but I'm I'm also wondering if it's because Ronda hasn't had enough to do yet. I mean, they've put her in a lot of stuff, but it's been hot. It's been impactful, but not with a quantity of time to kind of get shit over it's it's almost like a constant cheap pops that they're getting with this and nothing with a really good payoff nope so they'll they'll never be as great as stone cold and vince mcmahon that's something that's very epic and once in a lifetime type of thing but hey for a women's division they could probably you know do something just you know something great for the on their own standards and just to do a call back to our last episode where we discussed the Ronda Rousey Alexa Bliss match, which we didn't touch on. At the end of the match, when the Bellas and Natty came oh. out, I was exp- I was hoping for like the three of them to like just beat down Ronda. And then when it didn't happen, and I saw this display that happened on Monday Night Raw, I was hoping that there was going to be a whole bunch of them that would beat on Ronda just to make her the for lack of a better term, the lone wolf that would kind of like take on the women's division one by one, Mm -hmm. which I thought would have been a better play to kind of get her to that type of booking that they want to do where it's Austin and she's McMahon and you make her go against everyone. Yes. Because she doesn't need anybody to be on her side. I I think something like what you just said right now is going to happen. Yeah, but... I go back to thinking about what Scott said on episode 35. They're going to put it on Ronda because they're not sure how long they're going to have her. And if they're not sure how long they're going to have her and they're just throwing the bolt on her now, there might not be enough time in order to get that payoff out of it. If that makes any sense. That makes perfect sense. I see where you're going with that. What do you think, Teddy? I think Ronda sucks and we want to move on. That's what I'm thinking. That's (laughs) what I'm thinking. So uh, moving on, we had the B team take on the revival in individual matches. And and it was, uh, it it really didn't really do anything for me. I just kind of was like, okay, um, Bo Dallas lost, Curtis Axel lost. 
All right, this is a setup for them to have a, another tag team championship match. It, it made me say, why? Why do this? Um, I feel the Raw tag team division is depleted. Extremely. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of sad in, in a lot of ways, and hopefully it leads to something, but I think it's going to lead to B-team facing a revival in another match, and B-team's going to end up winning. Speaking of people that are not winning... Kurt Angle, <laughs> oh, wow. who's been sent on vacation. Don't I know how this feels? Yes. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's funny how uh, life imitates art. It does. Yeah. And one of your favorites, Teddy, is now mm-hmm. the acting general manager. I do love a man with power. So, yes, Constable Corbin is the, well, interim acting general manager, if you will. Much like there will be a new general manager here. Yeah, I'm all for it. Although... As Kervin was explaining to me while I was going through Sonny's wallet, apparently Kurt Angle is now becoming a full-time competitor. Is that the story you were telling me? Yes, according wait, to... Wait, 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 wait. Where the fuck is my... Sonny, don't interrupt. Where's my debit card? That's, that's rude. Don't interrupt. Go on, well, Kervin. Sonny, go. not now, Sonny. We can not do that now. later. Not now. But yes, Teddy, according to my sources, Kurt Angle is actually... Sources? ...is actually going on vacation to train again to become a wrestler. What? Yeah. So we have Triple H, we got The Undertaker, we, now we got Kurt Angle. What Who's is this? next? What is this, a, a Home Depot clearance sale? Like, take all our old shit, please. Like, <laughs> the fact that, that Kevin just said, who's next? Goldberg. Oh, next. Goldberg. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, come on please, now. No. You know, Goldberg has teased that he's coming back. So. Oh, God, this man. But I think uh, with Baron Corbin becoming the new active general manager, it's going to lead something bigger for Kurt Angle. And I think Baron Corbin's improved on the, on not necessarily Absolutely. on the mic, but vocally he's improved. Looks, vocals, wrestling. Oh, it's, he's a, a it's a night and day difference from him now. Oh, absolutely. First Bartending. came up. Absolutely. Hey, he's serving. The hottest bartender ever. Bartending, serving, front of house. Oh, Today's <laughs> man, Express. Oh, God. Delancey. Him is today's man. <laughs> oh, he looks good. I guarantee. He looks good. You'll look good. You'll look good. <laughs> uh, I think he'll do great as, as an acting general manager. And, and it, it shows you that WWE has a lot of confidence in him if they're going to give him that role. Yeah. I'm for it. I like it. Of course you're for it. You and love Baron I, Corbin. I do. Just, uh, yes. And I like alcohol. So let's move oh. on to the next match. Oh. God bless Henny. <laughs> Shout out to liver failure. So, uh, speaking of failures, Finn Balor. Oh, no. (laughs) No, he and Roman put on a damn good match. No, no, yeah, but he failed to win. He failed to win. And then the WWE failed to do anything original by reuniting the Shield for yet, what, the hundredth time the Hounds of Justice are back together? Yeah, but you know what? I kind of enjoyed seeing them just beat the shit out of... I, I enjoy people just getting this... You like the... Yeah. Just, goodness gracious. Yeah. I've, I've seen this. This break up, get back together. Break, they're like Rayshon and Pookie from around the corner. They break up, bring it back together. Break up, get back together. Why like, gotta be Rayshon? You know, it's, you, <laughs> we, we all know that couple from around the corner who break up, get back together. He has three more kids with eight different baby mamas. This is what the shield is to or, me. Or that couple on social media. Yes, you know, they hate each other. They love each other. They hate each other. He yeah. beats the shit out of her. They get back together. This is the shit. How many times has Seth turned on them, and now they're back throwing Braun Strowman through, you know, different things? Like, come on now. I think they're doing this to protect Roman so he doesn't get that many bulls wherever he goes with the title. Jeez. So if, you know, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, The Shield is a three-man team. Right now, we're a three-man team on this podcast. If we were The Shield... 
Who would uh, oh, Teddy, Teddy? Who would you be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Seth don't Rollins. You'd uh, be the greasy queen. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I, one. Uh, and I'll allow it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Oh, I by default, man. You're yeah, Seth Rollins. True. I am. I am the Seth Rollins. So then, wait, who's curving? Dean Ambrose. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah. take Dean Ambrose and your Roman Reigns. Yeah, really? I'm the Roman Reigns. Uh, it doesn't matter who I am. I think all three are good. Yeah, I'm the Seth Rollins of this group. Yeah. Yes, Kevin is a bit of a lunatic. I have a better hairline than Dean Ambrose, though. Luckily. Oh, shout out to hair. Tara does not like us talking about hairlines. We cannot do this. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think I think the match with Roman Reigns and Finn Balor was actually really good. The ending of Raw was probably one of the best all year. And I love the fact that they added well, Braun Strowman in there. They did. They did it so great. I the, think the ending of Raw was one of the best so, all year, but not for not for like two fans though, or one fan in particular. There was a bit of a and who's that melee in the Brooklyn Arena. So really? like yeah, so this dude he was like acting rowdy all night, standing in front, standing up. He was like a uh, don't know how to describe the seating, but it was almost like on a stage within itself. So he's standing up and he's just totally pissed like the dude is having a tantrum during the roman reigns match and i mean you would think it was you know you would think it wasn't scripted so he's freaking spazzing out and he wouldn't sit down then all of a sudden security tried to come over to him talk to him a couple of times and the dude literally looks at security gives him the crotch shot like oh like like dx and shit shout out to d generation x they come up and as and and you know while they're coming over to him, this guy's telling him, yo, sit down, sit down. He turns to him, gives him a, a middle finger. Now, the dude he gave a middle finger to, that dude could have been in the ring. That's oh, how big that dude was. Wow. And man. the dude pushed the shit out of him. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the funny thing is security didn't even go to that dude. They just took the the, the idiot that was... <laughs> there was better action in the stands than there was in the ring. Yeah, basically. But it was there was some uh, footage on it. It was actually kind of funny. And, and it was funny because he was actually sitting next to uh sta- or sitting or standing next to the girl who had the um uh face fuck me finn oh uh sign yes that uh now that you mentioned it if i'm right she got kicked out on su- on sunday i think i know who that is yeah yeah i think you do i, I think i'm not I think surprised she, i think she's a <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't know who she is but i like I think, her i think she's a I think she's an indie wrestler. I forgot her name. Aspiring or, indie or wrestler. Aspiring indie aspiring. wrestler or a big time wrestling fan that goes to indie shows. Well, she's one a or the other. She's definitely a, a gym rat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> leave it to Brooklyn to do some things like, like that. Black Lives Matter. She has a good message that she's putting <laughs> out there. She does. So if you're listening, Miss Rat, cheers. <laughs> it's funny how stuff like that happens in Brooklyn. Yeah. Imagine if W did shows in the Bronx. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> razor blades and bullet wounds and babies with no father. Yes. You know what? That's like really fucked up, but um, I don't know. I mean, yes. You know, <laughs> shout out to the Grand Concourse. Sonny's from Harlem, so he'll let it go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's move on to SmackDown, gentlemen. Uh, do we have to? Oh, Lord. SmackDown. It's like we have to give oral sex. Oh, do I have to? Crap. Shout out to Teddy's Al Snow. <laughs> what does everyone want? Head. <laughs> yes, Kevin, we got that. Yes. What does everyone need? Head. Oh, God. Yes. 
Yes. Shout out to the picture. Yes. The people walking around in your Yep I Like t-shirts. See, look at this. It's well, just... speaking of the t-shirts. Um... Yep I Like Wrestling t-shirts. <laughs> What's it I say? You say Yep I Like t-shirt. <laughs> well, I do like t-shirts. And you can purchase one on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Yep ILW. Exactly. Thank you um, for that plug. Cheap plug right there. We got some designs right now. It's our... Uh, basic designs are yep i like wrestling we have in different colorways as well as our yep 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 i like wrestling as well as our i like roman and i hate roman t-shirts so uh but stay tuned we're going to be having some new designs coming out very very soon and uh i didn't know about that that website well i don't tell you everything this is why we don't get along sometimes oh goodness well you always keep keep secrets away from me yeah i'm the co-founder i want a t-shirt suck it Please. Yep. That's suck what it. I want. No. J- yep. Yep. You, you, you're gonna get suck a T-shirt. It. You're gonna get a T-shirt that says the disclaimer. <laughs> oh God, the whole thing. The oh, whole geez. thing with my face at oh, the bottom brother. of it. Well, hey, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> this disclaimer thing gets popular. There's a few people in the page who would actually wear that shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think they I may won't. actually submit that design, oh, and we're gonna Lord. have that up. But um, yeah, no, we're gonna have some uh, new designs, so just stay tuned for that, and uh, make sure you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Y-E-P-I-L-W. Moving on to SmackDown. So Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And uh, I remember Tara talking about how she says lines. And she says lines like this. Right, Brie? So refresh my drink. Uh, Didn't Brie Bella retire? Wasn't that a big thing where she retired? Was I was I hallucinating? Yeah, she kind of retired. Oh, interesting that she'd be on my TV then in a match for Hell in the Cell. The shit that makes me laugh is not only did she retire, but he retired. Yeah. So it's like Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella both have retired and have unretired. Yes. And it seemed like Maurice retired as well. Like, okay, but, but at she least never formally retired. She just went on maternity. She just got she got knocked up. She did it very smart. That's different. But and then the Miz actually faked the retirement in the ring yo, during his promo. That, that shit was dope though. Oh, I didn't yeah, fall for that at all. But no, Daniels was an injury. So that was his retirement no, of from course. an injury. But Bree formally stood up there like all the divas put her on their shoulder to retire. To go get knocked over. What made it worse is that they had a big thing about Nikki not being able to make it to the retirement and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, oh, man, that sucks. You're not there for the retirement. Well, don't worry about it. You'll be there for the next retirement. You know, a year year later, here she is being booked in. Why, when we have a a roster full of women, are we putting Brie Bella... In a Hell in the Cell match with... But this is the... Well, thing. it's not going to be a Hell in the Cell. Well, it's at Hell in the Cell. It's at Hell in the Cell, but not a yeah, I Hell mean, yeah. in a Cell yeah, match. Because I mean, no. if it is, I will, I, I no, will not please. watch. This is the thing. Wrestlers, they never retire. They retire when they die, unfortunately. Oh, God. Damn. That Shout out to Terry Funk. I, I'm sorry, morbid, I'm, yeah, I know, but it's still... <laughs> come on now. How many, t- how many wrestlers retired and then they came back? Shout out to Ric Flair. Yes, I was going to mention Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! Yes. So... Who retired and had another 100 matches after. But that was because Vince made him retire, though. Yeah, exactly. Diamonds are forever. God bless. And so are the horsemen. God bless TNA for giving oh. him furthering his career. I do like a bit of TNA. Yeah, you do, Teddy? Just A. Not too much the T. I, I like TNA. You do? Yeah, I do, do a lot. You? All right, well. Whose tea do you like better, Peyton Royce or Naomi's? Oh, I'm gonna pick Naomi. I love Naomi. I like I, I like Naomi's A too better. Oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> okay, I'd give that a D for duh. Sunny, Peyton's tea or Naomi's tea? Which one? 
Naomi. Naomi. That, yeah. that, 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 that's okay. like, come on, that's... No-brainer. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. It's like saying McDonald's or Umami Burger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uma- umami Burger might be healthier. Well, Peyton Royce no, may be healthier, better. but Naomi, yeah, it definitely tastes better, I'm sure. By, by the way, that was some real bougie shit that I just did, right? <laughs> that, <laughs> that is your thing. Yeah, I am the bougie body. That is your thing. The bougie body equal. Well, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Allison, his tag team partner in bougie-ness. Exactly. So uh, let's uh, go down the card. So we had Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton that got on site. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to carry on with that yeah. angle now. Now that uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, they already had their match. And I kind of look forward to seeing both of them going an angle. I mean, they're both veterans. They've both been in the ring many times together. And I think they could they could do something, especially with Randy Orton being the heel. They're going to have a good match. I I'm mean, t- I'm tired of seeing Randy Orton finger Jeff Hardy. I've seen it already. Like, enough's enough. Oh, that was gross. That yes. was really gross. Yeah, yes. I actually fast forward that shit because I was trying to look at that shit. Good thing that, you know, they were thinking out of the box with that. <laughs> thinking out of the ear, too. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to say what the highlight of the show. They w- I had two highlights of the show. The first highlight was Becky Lynch's promo. On Charlotte, that was amazing. Oh, I definitely was. I think that was her best promo since being in WWE. Sonny, I'm not doing this with you. Okay, SummerSlam was already enough. My nerves couldn't take it. Now I had to then deal with it again on SmackDown, and there was a little bit of a Triple H type of me, me, me promo. Like I've heard that before. Like, but yeah, but it was delivered so well, though. What was delivered well was when Charlotte came out and she shook the belt at her and she's like, this, this is what you wanted? And they went at it. It was part catfight, part shoot. That's what I liked. It was yeah, fun to watch. That was dope. It was good. And I've never seen a lady pull apart before. That's called a pull apart when the, the locker room empties and you have to pull the wrestlers apart. Shout out to Brock and Taker, Brock Roman. I've never seen the ladies do that. And Paige called out the ladies well, to do a pull apart. That was the thing that I liked so much about it because every time we see that spot, it's always Brock plus insert wrestler. Taker. You know, or, wrestler, or Roman, Roman yes. or Samoa. Or I even think they did it with uh, Braun Strowman too, did they? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. so it's like you've seen it so many times, but to see it with these two ladies and the fact that, yo, wait, they went in. Like, I feel like they were probably in the back and said, listen. We cool, but when we out there, let's just do it. Let's just do this shit like we don't know each other, and so, they they went at each other like I love to. Yeah, and it wasn't even like cat fightish. You it know, had a bit of a cat fight element to it. The only part that was cat that that felt cat like a cat fight was the fact that they were just both women. Honestly, that shit was legit. I enjoyed it. I thought they great job, ladies. You guys killed it. And you saw Charlotte shove Naomi's head in. Oh, she, she shoved Yo, a few she, people. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. She didn't shove. That was a mush. Yeah, that's a when, mush. You, when you're up to, uptown, that you mush. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what we like, call it in Yonkers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was doing the let me go, but she mushed Naomi, and she did it to someone else that was holding her on the other Na- side. Naomi too. had a bad night. She got mushed by Charlotte, <laughs> and she lost to Peyton Royce. I, I, felt, I, felt like, I felt like I read her, I read Charlotte's lips saying, she said, fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really trying to get to each other, but it was good to, to see that. But, yeah, I, I would hate to see, you know, Charlotte and Becky split, but this is going to work because they're both good competitors. So this, this, this angle is going to work. I actually want them to split because, they're, first of all, they're great friends outside of wrestling, mm-hmm. which usually when you work with someone you're great friends with, it, 
time and time, it does come out better because you're it, working it, with someone you like. And it leads to a, a, a more brutal match because you have that trust in the ring. But something that I think, I think that the fact that they leapfrogged over the rift between Sasha and Bailey mm-hmm. is just going to, it was kind of like a, a misdirect because I feel like we're going to have that, that, that feud with Sasha and Bailey at some point. And all this stuff is going to lead to a nice fatal four-way between these four women who are amazing in the ring. Maybe. Or, or even a tag team match. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, supposedly they're going to bring out the women tag team titles. We've got evolution coming up, so anything is possible. Yeah. But can I say how much I loved... I've always been a fan of when a fight's about to break up and one person takes off their coat. I've always just yeah, liked that. Yeah, Even yeah. when I... Because you do, if someone took off their coat, it's like, no, you're going to get this ass whooping right now. You ever see the fight where someone yeah, said, yeah, hold yeah. on, let me put my drink down. I love shit like that, like put the drink down or take a coat off. Being from the Bronx, women taking off their earrings, any little things like that has always been like. Oh, Teddy, pull, Teddy, you're oh, from the Bronx. Oh, oh, up I lived in the Bronx for many oh, years. Oh, yes. Pulling out some Vaseline. You know, it's like you know what? Let me. Dude, I don't know I'm, about the. I don't know about the Vaseline. There. I've always loved. No, 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 no dude. Hey, you, you never seen you never seen like chicks about to fight and they pull out the Vaseline, put the Vaseline on their face. That means they're about to thump. They, that means they're about to go in. Yeah. Yeah, but dude. Yeah, I've I've always been a fan of so Charlotte took Harlem, off yo. her when she shook the bell. She's I like, am. "Is this what this is what you want?" And she took off her jacket. I was like, "Let's do it, Sonny." I don't know nothing about that Vaseline thing, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look it up on World Star. <laughs> oh, yo, trust me, I'm pretty sure they got like a whole section of that shit. Shout out to World Star. I've seen, I, yo, dude, you understand? Growing up, I seen plenty of women pull out the Vaseline right before a fight. Well, when you grow up in the '60s and '70s like you did, and oh, it's a lot of rough shit over Sonny <laughs> was in black and white. Oh goodness, the Kay. Earth was still flat. In any event, you know speaking what? I of fucking hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of flat, Lana and Rusev took on Zelina and C- oh, God, oh God, I joke. Teddy, Teddy, I got this. I Thank got this. It's Andrade Cien Almas. Thank you. Your French is much better than mine. But you know, fucking guy. Eight in English. Okay. So he came out to save Rusev. I thought they were going to tease where he was going to turn, but now he's saving him. Can, can we just admit they don't know what they're doing with the storyline? No, I think no, they are. It's they just don't. they're not. I think, I, what's think gonna, they do. I think what's going to happen is Aiden English becomes a heel, but it's just, you know, it's going to happen, but you got to wait a little. So I'm on a slow build, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I think it's like a I guy going down on his girl. Sometimes they just don't Which know what they're doing. I think Aiden English has a lot of potential. I really think he's really good. He has size. He's good in the ring. He's a great talker, I feel. I will agree with you on that. I do think that there is some potential with Aiden English if they don't fuck it up like they did with the Vault Villains. But, you know. Oh, the Vault Villains. I wasn't really too much of a fan of the Vault Villains. But then when I interviewed Simon Gotch and then when I actually heard Aiden English talk, I was like, wow, these guys can talk. They're, they're better, way better talkers than I thought. They barely talked in NXT. Hey. Or on w- especially on WWE when it came onto the main roster. Yeah, they, exactly. This whole, this whole Rusev, Lana, Zelena, Andrade, like, it's just terrible. Just terrible. And, and I actually it's- like those two pairs, Lana, Rusev, Zelina, and, and Cien. Um, I also think that the Tranquilo pose is going over. And I really like it, especially when Zelina Vega's doing it. But hey, that's another I've story for another so day. I've never been so bored with that tranquilo pose ever since I saw Aiden's wife strip to Kane's entrance music. Teddy, I've seen. I've pictures. never been so bored. Teddy, I've seen Jesus. pictures of you doing a tranquilo pose. No, it was mine before it was theirs. Really? Shout out to Ric Flair and Macho Man Randy Savage, by the way. Moving along, speaking of cold, dead black hearts, Samoa Joe savagely attacked AJ Styles. Poor AJ. 
I think AJ's gonna be the new Tina. What do you say? I think he's the new Tina Turner to Samoa Joe's Ike. It's in here, Tina. It's, it's in here. Just the beatings are so savage from Samoa Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, what Samoa Joe did was straight hood, man. It was. <laughs> it was straight hood. I like. I was actually surprised. I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. <laughs> and the, and the funny thing was, this was Renee's best. Like, well, even though it wasn't in the ring. But her, the best interview she did, like, on the spot in the audience since uh, she's been doing these things. But I had to crack up when she just was like, oh, I'm out. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, <laughs> but it was just like, I felt like I saw smoke when she bounced and shit. <laughs> she's like, I'm not doing this with y'all. I was wondering why they didn't do the interview in the ring. And they were doing it where they were doing it at. And then when I saw some old Joe just, you know, did some savage type shit, then I was like, wow, okay, now I know why. So just like on a visual, because I'm big on on visuals, I like the way they did it. Yeah. Because the visual looked really dope because it was like, it was like almost like in a tunnel, the way he did it. And then he's like pulling the cameraman. Yeah, it was, I I thought the way they they filmed that was, was really, really good. Now, I, I know on the last podcast I asked you, if someone disrespects your girl, does that mean it's, you know, it's immediate, it's on site? Let's Hell say yeah. you two are in a club and Samoa Joe whacks your girl on the ass. What do you do? I'm grabbing a bottle, breaking it, and stabbing him. Really? You're still gonna yeah, Samoa yeah, Joe? Yeah, no, no, nah, fuck that shit. Even with those lifeless shark eyes of his. And if it happened to Sonny, I'll just sit there and watch. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. No backup. Shout out to no backup. Yeah. yeah thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> Great to know you have my back. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm only kidding. I love Sonny. <laughs> from afar. As he's from watching, afar, from from as he's watching me get my ass whipped. And loving, shit. loving from afar is actually better than loving from close. <laughs> oh, shout out to my ex. No, that's not true, Kevin. That's not a thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, Samoa Joe, he's a scary dude. Like, not even his character. I really feel he's a scary person. You know what's funny? I saw him going to uh, Caroline's last week for mm-hmm. uh, the show for, with Sam Roberts. And, yeah, he's a big dude, but he wasn't as big as I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, you, you know who looks like a big, scary dude? Brock. I've never seen Brock in person. Brock Lesnar, yes. Um, okay. I've seen Samoa Joe in person. I've seen... Ron Strowman in person. Um, you know, I've seen other dudes in person. But How tall is um, Samoa Joe compared to someone like Mark Henry? Uh, smaller than Mark Henry. Wow, really? Yeah, I think he's smaller than Mark Henry. Um, and, like, I've been, like, I've, so, like, when I say I've seen them, I've seen them up close. You know, he walked past me oh, as I he like was going this. into. Oh, into yes. Teddy, don't get too excited. I now. mean, he said up close. I was very close to Batista, true story. He so was, was pretty. So was I. Because yeah. he, when, it, when I was doing parties at The World, which is the WWF restaurant. Oh, shout out to WWE New York. That's definitely a throwback. Yeah. It was. Yeah. When he, he was there, uh, Melina was there. Oh, Melina. Wow. Ray of course, Mysterio. Batista was there. Melina wasn't far behind. <laughs> I was, Mysterio was there. Oh, Raven. I was in an airport one time, and I was coming down the escalator, and um, the man in front of me was huge. I was like, my God, this man in front of me. And just he just turned his head just enough, and I'm like, my God, it's Batista. So, of course, I followed him, and he went into the bathroom, and I followed him into the bathroom, and I went to the urinal next to him. Of course you did. I did. I, like, it was a true story. Like the meme? And then you looked. I, I did look. He's huge. 
he, he was like six foot five, my height, but he's like twice my width. So, yeah. and we, the new one, you know who else is big? They had the Andre the Giant statue at yeah. NXT. Yeah, we saw it. And it's rare yeah. that I feel short, because those of you who are listening, I am six foot five of chocolate sexiness. I was dwarfed by this statue. You didn't need to add the last part of it. Didn't I, Sonny? Didn't no. I? No. We I didn't, was dwarfed by this statue. You know who was surprising, like, who really took me by surprise by how large of a man he is ruby riot <laughs> those are the thoughts and opinions that damn it and they do not reflect the thoughts or opinions of you by like shana bassler oh give it to him sonny those are the give thoughts, it to him opi- hard. Those are the oh, thoughts and opinions on, of Kervin, and they do not re- represent the thoughts or opinions of you by like wrestling either it's funny because it's true the mick foley really yeah man when i fr- well the, the first time i met mick foley he was still in the ring you know, he's slimmed down since then. But the first time I ever saw Mick Foley, and this was when, damn, we're talking about uh, 2004, 2005. And, dude, I, I went up to him. I shook his hand. And I said, hey, I'm a, I'm a fan. But I remember just looking up at him and, and, and just saying to myself, this dude is fucking huge. Really? I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, dude. I, I met him because he was a big dude. You know, he was built. You know, I guess he was... He had a lot of brawn on him for you know all those matches. He was still he was still wrestling at the time, you know. And this was I believe this was two thousand four, two thousand five WWF restaurant. But uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. No, this was we're talking about two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, around there. So he maybe just retired or he was winding down. Yeah, yeah. two thousand two. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm getting it correct. Yeah, two thousand two. I met him and I was just I was blown away by how large this man was. You know, nice as shit. You know, real nice, but I was just like, wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. You know who I was also surprised by, but it's, it's, it sounds kind of fucked up because he was really nice. But um, Eric Bischoff, he had a really big fucking head. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> random. Okay, because because he was at he was at the WWF restaurant, which is what it was called at the time, and I was there for a meeting because we used to do you know for our, our weekly nightclub party, we would meet up there, have a you know sit down, have dinner, and and do our meeting to plan for the week. And he was there, and it was empty, and I just went up to him. I said, hey, listen, you know, um, I'm a huge fan. I love what you did in WCW. And he was very courteous and very, you know, thankful. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. And he shook his hand. But as I'm looking to, looking at him, I'm just like, yo, this dude got a big fucking head. Got a head. big dome? Really? Yeah, it was just, yeah, I was just surprised. I was just like, wow, this dude got a big fucking head. <laughs> but he was nice as hell, you know, so... You he know, had a lot on his mind. Exactly. On his mind. Teddy, Teddy, you like you like men with big heads, don't I've you? I've always been a fan of men with big heads. Shout out to Carmella. Um, I also met Terry at the WWE <laughs> Those store. Those are the thoughts and opinions. Sonny, of I'm trying to go down memory lane. I'm getting disclaimed. I uh, met Terry, who was very tiny. Like she barely came up to my waist. Oh, yeah. She was very tiny, but yes, I think I could have hit that had I pushed the issue. Really do. Yeah, you told us the story before. Really do. Yeah. She asked if you were thirsty. Yes. I think there was a missed opportunity, but in any event, didn't didn't like something have to do with your nephew? Yes, yeah, so my nephew was with me. Shout out to my nephew Christian. In any event, I have something to say. Okay. Uh, the announcing team on SmackDown needs to basically shut up. Like they just do less speaking, because they often get things wrong. Like oh, yeah. Michael Cole just gets things wrong. Michael Cole wasn't on on SmackDown. No, he. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of what Tom I'm, Phillips. Yeah. Thank you. He just gets things wrong. 
and like yeah. the pronunciation of tranquilo. Oh God, right. that's the white tranquilo, man. tranquilo, <laughs> tranquilo. <laughs> Tranquilo. This past episode, he said, and Trish Stratus is getting into the ring for the first time in seven years. Or since the Royal Rumble, jackass. <laughs> like, I was why would six. you say things? Because you know what? The lines that were fed to him is that technically, she hasn't been in a one-on-one competition oh, in seven years. Just right But God. yeah. But I'm actually looking forward to that match. I think that's going to be great. And now it makes sense why they took the belt off of Alexa Bliss. I, I was still hoping for a three way dance, but yeah, I guess you know, you know, Trish versus Alexis. Trust why not? Me, I was ho- hoping for a three way dance too. I mean, Trish leader Mickey <laughs> has money all over it. Trish Stratus hey, alone I, is money. Has Trish lot, is alone. A lot more than just money. Yeah, it ain't just money. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Kleenex. Um, Speaking of money, the New Day they defeated the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, so the New Day are our new champions. Yes, they are. The five time. They are they are the Booker T's of the, the tag team. Five time. WWE World Tag Team Champions. That's exactly how they're gonna do it. Well, of course. I mean, the I was not I was not pleased by the Bludgeon Brothers. No, you. I don't think anybody was. Well, I felt they should have talked more. Um, they do have some type of talent. I think Harper's really, really good. They should have they should have spoke more. But hey, I mean, I thought they they got rid of the titles away from them because they got they were pretty boring. But hey, supposedly Rowan has an injury. Yeah. You know what? I disagree with them speaking more. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like they they were booked to to perform like monsters, and those two guys. Well, more so Luke Harper. Luke Harper can go in the ring. And because of the way they booked him, it was almost like they restricted his movements and the type of stuff he would do. And it, it took away. Yeah, like, for example, doing suicide dives. Yeah, yeah, it took away. I mean, that's, that's what made them boring because they were just two dudes doing the same shit, power moves, in a division where there was a lot of guys that could do a lot more things. And it just got redundant. So everything happens for a reason. Rowan's uh, injury might be a blessing for the tag team division. Now that New Day have the titles and you know they're entertaining. Hopefully he'll come back, maybe slim down where he could do some more athletic stuff in the ring alongside Luke Harper and do some. And they could just be tall and athletic and do some and do stuff that will keep up with the rest of the guys. And the thing with Rowan is he does get a lot of injuries. You know, yeah. you, you, could, you could pretty much say he's injury prone right now because this is not the first injury he's had. Yeah, he's had. He, it's almost like he averages an injury like every nine months or something like that. I definitely think that uh, Luke Harper can now focus on being a singles competitor. That'd be nice. And we will have Sanity slide into that, you know, that space as a tag team, the scary tag team, because we did. We honestly didn't need two scary tag teams. No, no, we didn't. Now Sanity can just slide right in, and it's and fits Sanity, perfectly. And Sanity has a better has a better like uh character they do force for this type, for, so that type of, for that type of spot yeah so yeah so I mean, luke can focus good. on a singles let these be the scary men we have the three here versus the three new day it's a better fit i think eric Owen, yeah the, his injury was a blessing just not for him it was a blessing yeah, yeah, for everyone exactly. else but i gotta give him props though because that's what it, you get for jerking off so vigorously <laughs> jesus christ don't you hate him when that happens yeah sometimes but listen um <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say though um, I gotta give Eric Rowan as well as Luke Harper props for Why the match. That? The match they put on, the match they put on with the New Day was a great match. I really enjoyed watching it. They killed it in the ring. 
Um, I didn't expect New Day to go over. No. But the fact of how they went over, and they didn't, they went over without the assistance of anything outside except them just doing what they had to do in the ring. It, it made me feel... I don't know why this popped in my head, but it, they, it being Xavier Woods and Kofi made me think of the Rockers. I'm not the Rockers. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Oh. Because... They were a small. They were a slender and smaller tag team. Yes. That would find a way to win over bigger, bulkier tag teams, mm-hmm. and it, that was the thing that just popped in my head. I just thought of the 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 Rock and Roll Express when uh, they won, and I just I loved it. That's a great analogy, and there's two things that I want to add. Um, first of all, when it comes to Sanity and the Bludgeon Brothers, I feel Eric Young is the better talker out of all five of those wrestlers, mm-hmm. and also um, Luke Harper, he thanked Eric Rowan for you know fighting it out with yeah. the torn bicep on yeah. both nights, SummerSlam as well as SmackDown, too, so I wanted to That's add that in there. you do what you gotta do, That's but yeah, I agree with for you. And I mean, if push comes to shove, I would even say let Luke Harper join Sanity and let it let it be a stable, but either way, I think this injury was great for everyone around, and the match on SmackDown yeah. was good. Xavier always pulls it out. Or you can have Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt join Braun Strowman to face the Shield, but that's just a so suggestion. So reunite the Wyatts? Mm, the Wyatts? Because, I, I mean, Bray's free, so so we may reunite the Wyatts. Why not? We drag everything else out of the closet. Shout out to Darren Young. I mean, everything else gets dragged out. Why not? I mean, who knows? Hey, Teddy, remember when I had you sit down in the closet for sound? <laughs> I don't remember that. Teddy, I don't remember Teddy, that. Teddy, that happened? That, that was a real thing. Sonny, with his Jedi mind tricks, got me to I don't go. Tell me, don't tell me that happened, Laid out in a dark room. I know. <laughs> you in a dark room I'm, in I'm the in closet? I'm in an abusive oh, relationship here. I really am. <laughs> Crazy, but overall, I think um, SmackDown was the better of the two evils this week. I think it was Raw, but it's Raw by a fingertip. I've heard that so many times this week. Yeah, interesting. You would. (laughs) Shout out to Newark. Speaking of which, gentlemen, is there a tag team? Now that we've been talking about tag teams, Sonny brought up the Rock and Roll Express. Is there a tag team of yesteryear that you really miss or that when you were a kid you really liked to see them? Is there any tag team that... The Road Warriors? Uh, there's plenty of Which tag incarnation? Teams. Well, give me your top three. Uh, top three teams that I would love to see come back. Um, the Road Warriors... Well, I think that's going to be kind of hard, though. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, well, well, well all right. We're gonna, all right I, we're mean, gonna, but, I mean, I, dead or alive. Let's use that as the yeah, as Dead the question. or alive, the Road Warriors. Um, as of today, I'm going to go with the British Bulldogs. Oh. I don't think the British Bulldogs could have made, you know, I think they didn't get their due. Shout they didn't get their Davey credit. Boy. And I felt that they didn't. I think they will be more loved today because of their in-ring ability. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the third tag team, I'm going to go with the tag team that was mentioned. Uh, well, Rock and Roll Express was mentioned was mentioned by Sonny, but I'm going to talk about a team that was inspired by them, and that's the Rockers. Ah, uh, yes. Monty Gennetti and Shawn Michaels. And the Rockers, they should have won the tag titles, which they did, but they gave the titles back, which is a long story for, you know, for another day. Good times. Good times. Sonny, is there a tag team? And don't say Jack and Cokes. That's not a that's not a tag team. Actual tag team. So I can't believe that's, it's actually Henny and Pineapple. Oh, shout out to I do have an honorable mention that I, ahead, I thought that? of a tag team. What's your, what's your honorable mention? <laughs> it's crime time. Oh, oh yeah. JTG. Shout out to JTG and Chad. 
Um, they should have won. Your number one fan is here, Curvin. They should have won the tag titles. Yo, you don't understand. JTG has the number one fan in Curvin. Oh, God. He's a bit of a smock, is he? Yeah, man. He he's No, he's just their number one fan. Like, oh. like, like almost like criminal type oh. number one fan. Yeah. Shout out to Restraining Orders. I have one of their uh, vintage shirts. That's a little creepy, and actually, but okay. Actually, when yeah, I got it, to meet them... It's their vintage shirt. Yeah. Wow. When I got to meet them at a Wrestling Universe a couple of years ago, they looked at me like if I was a star. They were like, oh, shit, you, that's our shirt. You that's be, not a thing, that's, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's putting himself over, sonny. Let him. <laughs> they so, like, they, so they marked out for you is what you're saying. They, they marked out for me because I had the shirt on. I'm like, oh. yeah, it's the only shirt that I, I know of them. I mean, they have plenty now. So that's the only shirt that I, you know, that I knew I about. I mean, that's understandable that they would because they didn't get the kind of run and love that they should have because they were, they were really good. You know, they should have gotten more. They were, good more they, they were supposed to win the tag titles at one point in Africa, supposedly. Oh, and some God. other tag team won the titles. If I'm right, it was uh, Brian Kendrick and Paul London. And they were also supposed to win the tag titles around the time of Random Jericho and the Big Show. But every time they try to win the tag title, supposedly according to JTG in his books, <laughs> Shad, got into, some Shad got into some trouble oh, and they're Shad like, yeah, you know what? Chad. That's it. We're not going to give you guys the run. Yeah. Yeah. So, Johnny, is there a uh, tag team dynamic duo you miss? And don't say vodka and cranberry. That's not a thing, Sonny. It's Hennessy and pineapple. Oh, Hennessy. Shout out to Bad Decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Uh well, real quick, I got to touch on on some of Curvin's uh, picks. I was always... <laughs> I was, you have to touch on some of Curvin's. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Listen, I was the hugest Dynamite Kid fan oh, ever. Oh, yes. Like, dude, I, I totally agree with, with that British Bulldogs. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted a Bulldog and so I can name it Matilda. Shout out to Matilda. Um, they need to be in the WWE Hall of Fame already. Yeah. Um, I also... Never uh, gonna happen. <laughs> pretty much. I also agree with uh, the Road Warriors. I thought they were amazing as well. Yes. Yeah. It's not bad, Teddy. Yeah, was, I know. Yeah, I know. My Vicodin's wearing off. So, yeah, all shit's happening. So, who else do you miss, Sonny? Arn Anderson Ooh. and Tully Blanchard, oh. and not the Brain Busters version that was in uh, the WWF in the beginning. No, I'm talking about the NWA wow. version with the from the, when they were with the original Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. That's the version of those dudes. I wish I could bring back. Shout out to the Enforcer, Arn Anderson. Yes. What about you, Teddy? Um, tag teams that I am fond of. Well, you know what, the New Age Outlaws. Billy Gunn and the Road Dog. I was always a fan of that 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 first incarnation when they were at DX. Oh, you didn't? Know? Oh yeah, that is like they were the new day back then because Road Dog would do that live on the mic. Everyone would jump up. Um, the Hardy Boys back in what ninety nine. There was nothing bigger. They were like rock stars. I I had Very a Hardy true. Boy poster on my wall in college. Hardy Boys. And, um, yeah, I know this is going to be random, but the Bushwhackers. When I was a kid, I used to think they were the funniest thing ever. The music, I used to run around my house doing that stupid... It, yeah. it, it, was, the, it was the men licking, licking oh, things, wasn't it? Butch and Luke, of course. It's, it's funny you mentioned the Bushwhackers. I remember when they were the Sheep Herders. Really? So do I. Yes, I know you do, Sonny. And what was... Fuck you. And what was the... <laughs> you, you started it. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I didn't say that... Bad, nothing. 
Yeah, you made me feel even older than I am. So oh, very man, testy it? about being born in the 40s. You have to be careful <laughs> when you talk about it. I know you got I know the you sheep herders. Yeah, oh. man. They were vicious too, man. Oh, they were very vicious, like, man. Like Abdullah the Butcher vicious. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, them dudes were vicious. My God. He now goes by the name Carmelo. But wow, that's vicious. That's Those terrible. Those are the thoughts and opinions. Sonny! And they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Brother. me. I like wrestling. Teddy, you need to look up the sheep herders, man. If you love hardcore wrestling, you need to look them up because they really, really brought hardcore wrestling. So when did they that. become this cartoonish Saturday morning version of when they Butch came, and Luke? When they came up to uh, WWE? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they couldn't do the vicious shit they used to do back then. They, oh, no, it was, no. Yeah, nah, it would have been too much. You know, another tag team that I just thought about that I also remember fondly: Ivan Koloff and Nikita Koloff. Ah, Ooh. yes, we yeah. talked about them the other day too. Yeah, yes. exactly. So I was always, I always liked those dudes too. They were like, you know, the uncle and nephew type of tag team. So would you say that's your honorable mention team? Yeah. Because I had an honorable mention yeah, team. Yeah, that's, that's definitely my honorable mention team. What about you, Teddy? You have an honorable mention, Teddy? Um, demolition. I was going to mention Demolition. Demolition probably be my honorable mention. Yeah. They, I remember being very scared of Demolition when, you know, Another tag team that should be in the WWE Hall of Fame, but yeah. they're currently Axe, in a lawsuit. Smash, and then Crush. Yes. I never liked Demolition. Really? I, I, I always felt like they were a ripoff of Kiss as well as... Um, the Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Yeah. Powers of Pain as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. But the Powers of Pain, I don't know. I just never really thought much of them either. They were really a ripoff of the um, the Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. They were like... Yeah. But I just... When you got the original, why... Okay. So I'll take back demolition and I will. No, I mean, you, no, 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 no. no. If you want, if you want demolition, no, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. No, shit I'll take on your back. But you did. You pissed all over it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, you, if you, you're you, into that thing, Kevin, you, you broke his heart. <laughs> no, you did. So I will take back demolition and I will raise you a mega powers because when they exploded, I remember oh, no. losing my fucking mind when Hulk Hogan and Get, Macho Man. Uh, you you put, put back demolition in there. I rather. put back demolition. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you I'll, take, I'll take the Ultimate Maniacs over the mega powers. Just me personally, since I'm a Ultimate Warrior fan. Goodness Ultimate gracious. Warrior Mark. Oh, yeah, Ultimate Warrior Mark. You, I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. Gentlemen, this has been fun, but there is a Lyft driver waiting patiently for me outside. Lyft, Teddy? No Uber today? No Uber. Uber's charging me too much. And no D train? No, he's mad at me. Wow. Sonny, take us home. And that's a wrap for episode 37. The Kervin episode, because since Kervin likes to be here on He likes it seven. Is yes. everything seven? Lucky seven. What do you mean by everything is seven? Nothing. Take us home, Sonny. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you holding your microphone so gingerly, like Bob Barker on The Price is Right? Because like, I've been hanging around you too much. Oh, uh, good. These are your microphones. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 37. Um, please make sure you find us on all podcast platforms by searching yep i like wrestling or on all social media at y-e-p-i-l-w uh thanks again for listening and on behalf of this podcast my name is sunny sofrito and today i was joined by Kervin, the co-founder of yep i like wrestling and i was also joined by <sighs> the outgoing general manager of yep i like wrestling exactly you got two weeks bitch oh jesus Get that resonation letter in. Oh, God. And you're going to read that shit on the air. Oh, no. Let me know if you want me to edit it. Oh, God. Here we are. I'll type it it out for a good fee. I'm being...
God, what? I'm good. God, <laughs> that that had an air of sexual harassment to it, Sonny. Um, yes, two weeks. I know. I know. And uh, that's a wrap. Take care. Thank you, Rhonda. Have a great. <laughs> have, a, have a great week. Peace out. And bye, Rhonda. <laughs> You know what I just thought of? Imagine if I would have had one of those wireless mics and then uh, I would have went to the bathroom just now and it would have been like the naked gun. Oh, I love that film. Yeah, all you would have heard was... I love that film. Where do we start? From me saying honorable mention? Yeah, honorable mention. So, yeah. So... <laughs> please find, please make sure you find us on all pod clap. Ah, fuck. Oh, God. The Hennessy please settling. Make sure, please make sure you find us on all podcast platforms.